This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Meal Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. It feels like spring is on the horizon, but you'd never know it just looking at the plethora of winter squash still available in local grocery stores. I've been buying more winter squash than ever just because I realized I hadn't had my fill yet. <laughs> As the winter has worn on and other vegetables, root vegetables, and potatoes, and cabbage, and other brassicas have been sort of staples of our diet. I thought, well, I haven't really, really delved into the variety of winter squash. So we've been eating spaghetti squash. I bought some butternut squash a couple of weeks ago. We did some stuffed squash. One of the most recent posts to my blog was for a sausage and cheese stuffed squash with some pine nuts. One of my favorite fillings for a delicata or an acorn squash. And the Meal Tribune's food section last week did a spread on winter squash, even though here winter is sort of drawing to a close. So I went back through my recipe files and located one that I've actually been meaning to try all winter, sort of building on that squash and sausage theme of the previous post. It's a squash, sausage, and sage ragu over del pasta, which is one of my favorites. And the original recipe from the Chicago Tribune called for pumpkin, the sugar pumpkins that are meant to be used in cooking that are most widely available earlier in the season. Certainly by now, people are sort of past the pumpkin phase of the year, and they're just not as prominent as they certainly were in the fall. You may be able to find some here or there, but the good news is, is this recipe works great with butternut squash. In fact, most cooks typically hold that any recipe that's calling for sugar pumpkin is actually probably better with butternut squash. And of course, the popularity of peeled and diced butternut squash ready to go in grocers' refrigerated sections makes this a recipe that is an any time of year dish, really. But it's really, really lovely for these cold week, it's getting colder, <laughs> winter evenings where you want really, really hearty, satisfying fare with that contrast between sort of sweet squash and salty and rich sausage. And this even calls for some sage and that adds just like a slightly bitter astringent note that of course is really delicious with both things. So I thought I would share that recipe in this podcast as well as sort of the bonus little recipe that came with this courtesy of the Chicago Tribune for some fried sage leaves that are for garnish that yield an oil, a flavored oil from the frying process that you can use in the finished pasta dish or other dishes. You could drizzle it over some cheese on crostini or use it in your salad dressing even. So that's kind of an extra little bonus with this podcast that I didn't post my blog simply because it's just kind of an extra step and also because sage 
this time of year is starting to look a little worse for the wear after all winter. It's not quite as hardy as rosemary in my opinion. My sage is looking a little tired. So this is maybe one you can file away until next fall if you've really got a bounty of sage or even the, the summertime. I mean, fried sage leaves are really, really delicious with so many things. Just a really light little appetizer. It's one that can certainly be done whenever you have fresh sage leaves. Of course, if you grow them yourself, this is a little bit more attractive than purchasing the fresh herb in the grocery store, which is obviously more expensive. This recipe also is delicious though with rosemary. My rosemary is still in really good shape. It's even something that would go well with chives as chives are sort of starting to pop up here. As the soil gets a little bit warmer, the days get a little bit longer. They're usually one of the first things that I see. So I'm going to share squash, sausage, and sage ragu over pappardelle. It calls for two to three generous cups diced, peeled, fresh butternut squash. Butternut squash, as I mentioned in my blog, is one of the easiest squash to break down because the skin is really smooth. So you can cut it in half usually, take a sturdy vegetable peeler and strip the skin off, and it's really easy from that top thinner portion, and that part doesn't have any seeds at all, and dice that up. If that yields enough to measure this two to three cups, I, I often will just save the part that has the seeds in it, the rounder part at the bottom for something else. If I just don't want to bother with seeding the whole thing or scoop out those seeds and then have the squash is usually the easiest way to do it lengthwise with your knife. And it's a little bit harder to hang on to that rounder part and strip away the skin with the vegetable peeler, but it takes a few minutes, a little bit of determination and you can get it done or buy that peeled and diced butternut squash in your grocer's refrigerator section. You're going to need about 12 to 16 ounces, two to three generous cups. One and a half tablespoons olive oil, a half teaspoon salt plus more to taste, a pound bulk pork sausage with sage or bulk mild or hot Italian sausage. I also like turkey sausage in this as well. Turkey sausage usually comes seasoned Italian style. Foster Farms makes one and you can take it out of the casing if it's already in the casing and cook it in chunks, just breaking it up in the saute pan. The recipe also calls for a half a large white onion that's been peeled and diced, one cup diced mushrooms, one 15 ounce can diced tomato with juice, two large garlic cloves that have been peeled and crushed, a half teaspoon dried poultry seasoning, freshly ground pepper, one package egg pappardelle or tagliatelle pasta. You can also just use egg noodles for this as well. The egg pappardelle or tagliatelle is just going to give it a little bit nicer texture. Those longer strands and be a little bit more enticing than the short egg noodles. But it's about 8.8 .8 ounces or the size of the package for egg pappardelle. Two tablespoons chopped fresh parsley or chives. One tablespoon very finely sliced fresh sage leaves. Sage leaves are coarse. So you want to really finely slice them, but not mince them, which really, really bruises them and causes those essential oils to be kind of muddy flavored. It's going to have a much nicer flavor if they're just very, very finely sliced instead of minced sort of aggressively. 
and shredded Parmesan for serving. You're going to start by roasting the squash. Heat the oven to 450 degrees and on a rimmed baking sheet, toss the squash cubes with the one and a half tablespoons of olive oil and the half teaspoon salt. Toss that all together, just using your clean hands, and then roast in the preheated oven, stirring once or twice until tender and golden for about 15 minutes. Remove from the oven, and if you make this ahead of time, you can refrigerate it covered for up to several days, but you definitely want to make sure it comes up to temperature before you add it to the pasta because it's added at the last second and I've made the mistake before of adding an ingredient I've pre-cooked. <laughs> Don't let it come back up to temperature or reheat it to a hot dish in the skillet and it just cools the whole thing down. So make sure you reheat that squash if you prepare it ahead of time. In a large non-stick skillet, combine the pound bulk sausage with the peeled and diced onion and the diced mushrooms. Cook over medium high heat using a splatter guard, stirring and chopping up the sausage with a spatula until the meat's thoroughly cooked and golden. That takes about 10 minutes. You shouldn't need any additional oil for the skillet because of course the sausage has a lot of fat that's being released that the onions and mushrooms are then soaking up, which is a big part of this dish's savor. Stir in the 15 ounce can diced tomatoes with juice as well as the two peeled and crushed garlic cloves, the half teaspoon dried poultry seasoning. Cook over medium heat, stirring often until that's thickened for about 10 minutes. Taste and season with salt and freshly ground black pepper to taste. This mixture can be made up to two days in advance of serving, tossing with the pasta, refrigerate it, covered, and reheat again before using. Heat a large kettle of generously salted water over high heat until it comes to a boil. Add the egg noodles, egg pappardelle or tagliatelle, that's about half a pound, 8.8 ounces, and cook that until it's al dente, which will take about five to seven minutes, stirring often. It's usually a good idea to reserve a little bit of the cooking water. I like to scoop that out before I drain the pasta in a liquid measuring cup and set it aside just to loosen up my sauce if it needs it. So to the skillet with the meat and tomato mixture, that ragu, add the cooked and drained pasta. Toss to coat and then add the roasted squash, the two tablespoons chopped fresh parsley or chives, and the tablespoon very finely sliced fresh sage leaves. If you wanna do the fried sage for garnish on top of this dish, you don't wanna do it too far in advance, because you do want them to be crispy or hot. So about the time that you're putting your pasta in the boiling water, if you've got some oil up to temperature, you can start sort of simultaneously frying these sage leaves as you're stirring your pasta and watching that. It calls for a third cup expeller pressed canola oil, safflower oil, or sunflower oil, and 15 to 20 large sage leaves patted dry. Take off most of the stem, just have the leaves. So bring that third cup oil in a small deep skillet over medium heat up to temperature. When the edge of a sage leaf just sizzles when inserted into the oil, you're ready to start frying. It's going to take a few minutes for this oil to come up. Add five sage leaves to the hot oil and turn with a fork, watching to make sure you don't get hit with spattering oil. 
until they're dark green, gonna darken in color, but not brown. It takes about 30 to 60 seconds. Drain on paper towels and repeat about three to four times until you fry all the sage leaves to that dark green color, making sure the oil isn't getting so hot that it's burning them. Just have to keep an eye on it. Again, you want to use the sage leaves while they're still warm, garnishing this pasta. And in fact, as you're tossing all the pasta ingredients together, the ragu, the butternut squash, drizzle in two tablespoons of this oil that's been used to fry the sage leaves for really, really lovely, just depth of flavor added to this dish. And then reserve the oil for use later with other pasta dishes or in salad dressing, as we mentioned, like it drizzled on top of cheese and crostini. And that makes four servings garnished with freshly shredded grated parmesan cheese of squash sausage and sage ragu over pappardelle with fried sage leaves and sage oil. That's the latest post to my blog, which can be found at mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. That was posted on February 18th under the headline squash sausage pasta perfect for cold evenings. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.